There are less than 100 days left in 2022. What can Apple release in this brief period of time? We're talking about what we expect to see for the rest of the year on this episode of the Macworld Podcast. Welcome to the Macworld Podcast. I'm Roman Loyola, here with Jason Cross. Good morning. And Michael Simon. Hello, sir. Apple isn't quite done with the new hardware releases in 2022. Uh, According to a report by Bloomberg's Mark Gurman, we could see some new Macs and iPads soon. So on today's show, we're going to talk about what's in store for the rest of the year. It seems like we're going to see some new Macs, some new iPads. Do we want to touch about what we're not going to see? Yeah, like well, there's a bunch of products, but the biggest thing we might not see is an event. We fully expected, all of us, that we would have an October, so September, iPhone, Apple Watch, and AirPods, which is exactly what we got. And then October would be Mac and iPad. Now, uh, the latest rumor says that there might not be an October event, and we might just get like a flurry of press releases for the remaining stuff. Just like on a random Tuesday morning, there'll be a new product on Apple.com. So that leads us to believe that, yeah, as you were just saying, there's a bunch of stuff that we're we're hoping maybe possibly we would get to see and and they're, like they're not going to do an ar headset do a press release they're not going to do a mac pro do a press release so there's a bunch of products that we're expecting that now is looking like 2020 i don't think we were ever realistically expecting the, uh, the headset to be this year yeah right that's right i mean we weren't sure maybe like a yeah peak at it or i something, mean but, but that yeah, was an outside like, like wishful thinking thing but the mac pro was one of those ones where we thought you know, they would want to announce it on stage or something. But, you know, if the Mac Pro is like a Mac studio, but with a different insides or something, I can see them just releasing it online. That would be something if if after all this time, we just get like a press release that is just a slightly taller, slightly faster Mac studio. Like that would create that would create some consternation amongst that crowd. <laughs> Maybe there will be no new Mac Pro. Well, they did tease it. They teased it at the end of the, what was it? John uh, Turnus had that one line during the Mac Studio reveal. Right, right. So he said that there's just one Mac left and it's the Mac, you know, but with that, that'll be for another day. So there's definitely something. Um, and the, the way he teased it, it was almost like, you know, like it's big and we're going to talk about it at another time and it's too big to fit into this presentation. And, I think it's you know, just too worry. far away to fit in that presentation. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. Because now we thought, all right, so WWDC was what we'll bring in and that didn't happen. And now October, no, but that's not that might not happen either. So now we're looking at probably next spring. Probably WWDC. And then maybe it'll have an M3 processor. Maybe it'll have a something that we don't because the M2 by that point might be. You know, it'll be nearing its the end of its own cycle. So it's interesting that um, that that there might not be anything in 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 in, in this uh, next month. Not not an event, but yeah, there may be. Um, it it's it seems like so. What products do we expect? iPad, uh, the all the M1 based iPads getting an update to the M2. All the pros, but not the. The iPad Pro, possibly not the iPad, probably definitely yeah, not the iPad. That just that released just- with the M1, and that'll make some more differentiation between those two products. And then the, the the big one to me is this ongoing rumor that the base model iPad, the nine, what is now a nine point seven or whatever, is it ten point two? 
what it yeah would be would go up to the 10.5 size no touch i i mean no home button touch id in the side button like the air basically get the ipad air treatment but have an a15 or something in it or an a14 or something right which is a big deal if it stays at three. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if that went up to three forty nine or something. It's still, clearly the least expensive iPad, but yeah, that's they really need to do that because that would get them on. It's the only holdout where it's the only iPad that no longer has USB that still doesn't have USB C. It's the only reason the first gen Apple mm-hmm. Pencil is sticking around, which because the only way you could charge it is lightning getting getting the USB-C, getting onto one apple pencil just all that stuff is i think important for the ipad line it's it's I mean, people are still going to have all this other stuff for a while but just to get kind of unified onto there's no reason to have two different apple pencils <laughs> currently current still sold new apple pencils that are both just called apple pencil <laughs> and and are completely incompatible and cost differently like the the one the second gen is 130 i think and the other one's 99 and i can't imagine many people are buying an apple pencil for the low end ipad if you're into that if you're looking to to use it as a as a tablet drawing tablet you're probably looking at at least the ipad air so yeah the rumors for the 10th gen usb c there's kind of conflicting rumors. Some say that it'll it'll get that full screen iPad Air, iPad Mini treatment. Other people, other rumors say that it's just going to get even like the bevel, bezels get even slimmer, but the home button stays, so it, it pushes it down just a little bit more, maybe maybe 10.5 inches. So we're not 100 percent sure about the look there. You know, largely the same. Probably uh, what does it have now? An A10. Gray 12 processor, the Mini 12. I forget. It would get the next step, but not the latest a series processor. So those rumors, whether or not it gets the full read or not, it seemed like, you know, okay, that's a, that's a vent worthy. Like that's, that's, that's a pretty big jump from what we have now. It, for the last, I don't know how many revisions, maybe three, it's got nothing. It just literally like a slightly better chip. Poor Jason has to write a review every time. It's the same iPad. It's just a slightly faster and you can't even really tell unless you yeah. benchmark. And it has, it hasn't really been worth it. I mean, there's been these, tiny little things like a couple of years ago, it gets true tone or, you know, you know, at some point it made the jump from 9.7 and 10.2, which was, you know, a little bit slimmer bezels and stuff, but it's, it's been kind of the same thing. Oh, so it's got an A13 by the way. Okay. So it would get to the A14 most likely, but giving it, giving it the treatment where it is the design of the iPad air, but without it probably wouldn't have the quad speakers. It probably wouldn't have, it wouldn't have the M1, of course. Usually there's some other tiny little different storage options or something like that. That would, I think, be a good place to go. That's where the iPad needs to be. Lack of competition has really hurt Apple here because they're the only tablet game in town. <laughs> there are Android tablets, they exist. There are plenty of like Windows tablets and convertibles, but they're mostly convertibles. They're mostly thin laptops the the surface never made a, a dent uh, amazon sells a bunch of those kindles for kids but it's a completely different type of tablet like it's a different audience a different different use case different everything really it has like basically zero competition all of them from the high end to the low end like it's the ipad or you can yeah sell for like the else. high end stuff there's a little more competition in the sense that things like the surface like they're doing fine but they're that's that's a laptop that 
it's convertible to a tablet for most people, right? That kind of stuff. And and they need a Windows machine. It's like, oh, oh it's a super thin Windows yeah, laptop right. totally that I can kind of pop right. the key, keyboard off of. I could see that being a direct web kind of release because it's also nothing new. Like there's no, there's no new technology there. There's nothing that hasn't been out for a while. It's more new than last year. And last year they did it. No, I mean, like (laughs) there's nothing there that's not in already in some other iPad and has been for a long time and everything. Right. And, and the market that it's aimed at, like that entry level iPad, these aren't the people who like watch all the Apple events all the time. So I can kind of see that, that being a thing. And, and they definitely don't need an event just to take the iPad pros and say, now it's got an M2. Yeah, that's basically the only rumor. There, there's some scuttlebutt that maybe it'll get MagSafe, which is also not that doesn't need its own event as well. You know, it's just it's just another way to charge it. Maybe faster Thunderbolt, you know. But there's nothing that we've heard about the iPad Pro that's going to make it any better or different. It's still going to have the 12.9. It'll have the mini LED. The 11 inch will have the the uh, regular LCD display uh, M2 chip, which you know is academic at this point. Like the M1 is fast enough probably for the next 10 years as an ipad pro yeah yeah i get you know what do you need an m2 for yeah i can see those being direct web releases in the laptops that i would think they would want to get on stage sort of think what what are we expecting yeah so we're looking at the uh the 14 16 inch um macbook pro which only came out a year ago last october's event was when Apple completely redesigned the 16-inch MacBook Pro, introduced the 14-inch model with all those uh, new ports, HDMI, you got, uh, they brought back MagSafe. Yeah. It was a big deal. Prom- promotion displays, first time that came to the Mac, and obviously the Apple Silicon processor, first time it came to the to, to the And new processors, like yeah. the, M1 was, the M1 was basically an A14 Mac, uh, A14X, right? Like they have done processors like that before they just hadn't stuck them in a laptop this was yeah the mac the pro and the max were considerably new things so this would be taking that and m2ifying everything right yeah there's no other changes expected just basically a processor yeah i mean they did so much last year it'd be nice if they got that that midnight color but i doubt it there were so many things done last year though between like everything the display and the true depth sensor and just that's all this other stuff was yes top to bottom so it wouldn't surprise me that there's nothing else to change like one year later they're not ready to change any of the other stuff it's just a processor bump it would be the quickest apple silicon mac to get a processor bump it took about almost two no about a year and a half for the macbook air Mm -hmm. And the 13-inch Pro to get their M2 processor, so it would be a little quicker than that. But uh, annual refresh, which is fine. Like if you bought one last year, you're not going to be like, oh man, like it's it's you know that's the normal cadence. Uh, it'll be a little bit faster for people who want one now, and um, price is probably the same. Yeah, they're already kind of a, a pretty. What is it? Uh, two thousand twenty four hundred. Yeah, it starts at two thousand, which is you know that's a lot for a laptop. But that'll be a nice nice speed speed bump. Uh, probably, sorry, Roman, probably a slightly better than the M1 to M2, maybe, you know, 30%, something like that. But, you know, good, a good generational increase in speed. Definitely not worthy of an event. That is absolutely not. Like, that's just, you know, here's a better version of the same thing. The one that is the big giant question mark, it has been really since the start of this, this silicon transition is the Mac Mini, because Apple still sells that weird high quote unquote high end now it's not high end but it was at one point and it has an intel processor a very old one at this point and 
it's still there. Like no one has any idea why it's there, why there, I can't imagine anybody buys it ever. And it's waiting for an M1 Pro or an M2 Pro or something like that. And it just, it, it hasn't gotten it. There's no desktop Mac that has an M1 Pro processor. The Studio has the Macs and the Ultra. The Mini has the M1. It hasn't gotten the M2 yet. What's going on there? It needs a little bit of a redesign in the sense that it needs, like, I don't I don't know that it's going to get a substantial redesign where it looks like a skinnier Mac Studio or something, but it needs more ports and stuff. Like, that's the that's the difference between the M1 and the, the M1 Mac Mini and the Intel version is there's a considerable difference in sort of like ports and stuff. I think they need to address that part of the market with whatever they do to replace it. Yeah, the Mac Mini is still the old design in the sense that when they released that first round of Apple Silicon Macs, which was the Mac Mini, the 13-inch MacBook Pro, and the MacBook Air, they took the old chassis and put the new Silicon logic board in there. And there's a ton of space inside of the Mac Mini. Like, There's a lot that Apple can do there, engineering-wise, to make it thinner, to make it you know, add more ports, whatever they're going to do. So that's all on the table. It seems as though that would, you know, necessitate an event to talk about like what they're doing with the Mac Mini. They haven't done it yet, and you know, maybe it'll just pop up in October. That here's the M2 Pro Mac Mini when they update the 14 inch and 16 inch MacBook Pros with that same processor. Maybe it's the the M1 Mac Mini gets an M2. There's a new M2 Pro model that's the higher end one and yeah. has more ports and stuff. And more memory, you know, it would probably go up like right now it goes up to 16. It'll, it'll go up to 32 and the M2 Pro will go up to, I guess, 64. I wonder if the Mac Mini just doesn't sell in big enough numbers that it's ever really going to headline an event, right? I mean, that's kind of why, maybe why they won't have an event is because every product, they have a lot of products to update, but they're all basically a processor update. Mm-hmm. There's no major new functionality. But that kind of begs the question. Does the Mac Mini need to exist with the Mac Studio around? Does it need? Is there a market for that low-end desktop, lower-end desktop Mac that isn't the iMac? Maybe, maybe it's superfluous. Maybe they just don't even need it. When the Mac Mini was originally re- released, it was marketed as the the product for switchers for people to switch over from Windows. And you know, over time, that marketing doesn't really need to be done anymore probably a, a market that doesn't i don't even know if that market really exists i mean you have switchers but i don't know if that's a target you need to keep aiming for i mean when the mac mini released there was no iphone there was no ipad there was no apple watch obviously like it was i think oh five it was a long time ago and you know even laptops weren't selling in the numbers that they're selling now because they were expensive so it was a different time it was a different market and they, Apple didn't make a so-called headless Mac at the time. It was the iMac and it was the laptops. So it was a big deal when it came out. I remember Steve Jobs, it was BYOKVM or something, bring your own keyboard, monitor, and mouse. But yeah, 20 years later, or not quite 20, but uh, 17 years later, I don't even know. I don't even know if it matters, if it if the Apple got rid of it, if it just disappeared tomorrow. Yeah, how much, of it, how much of Apple's bottom line is it? Because the idea of like... The headless Mac, I think most of the market that wants that is looking for a performance desktop. They, they want a Mac Studio, a, a Mac Pro. I think the entry level is almost entirely laptops, and anyone who isn't is getting an iMac. They, they do much better making a bigger iMac than they are 
on another Mac Mini. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, 27-inch iMac is sorely needed. We're not getting that either this year, but that is something that uh, that's a head-scratcher. I mean, I, I don't know Apple's numbers, but 24 is a little too small for most people who are sitting at a desk. 27 to 30, which is what the rumor was until Apple got rid of that model, is perfect. Perfect size. The Mac Mini is used in this kind of niche market where it's used in these unique situations sure. where its small profile is ideal. Yeah. If Apple killed it, there would be all sorts of people, you know, caterwauling and crying and saying, oh, it's the greatest thing ever. But they're not, not like no one bought they Those people, Roman, bought it like 15 years ago. They're, they're using like a yeah, Gen 2. People are using uh, <laughs> iPhone 13 mini. Right. <laughs> right. Crowd. Right. And, you know, like there's such a small but vocal minority. I don't think people, are, the people who use it for those reasons and it's like media servers yeah. and things like that, like they're not updating it every year. You know, they have the 2018 version maybe. Well, they'd be upset that the line is gone in the same way that the people were really upset about the, um, the airport going away. Because they really want an Apple router, and it's like, yeah. but you're the only one. Like all all thousand people who really, really, really want a Mac router will let you know about it online. But everybody else gets a router from their internet provider, and they're done. Or in some cases, I, I'm, I'm one else. of those people. I would I would buy an Apple. I'd buy an Apple router in a, in a second. But I know what you're saying. Like, there's no. It's just not the market. Yeah, Apple's no longer. For a in the like business Apple. of satisfying markets where they're going to sell less than a million units a year. And they don't really, they wouldn't really bring all that much to the table. It, it would be a slightly easier to set up on a Mac, but, but routers these days are not hard. Like they're basically plug and play. It's not, it's not difficult anymore. It used to be where the airport was like, wow, this is so great. It, it, that's, that's not the, that's not a, yeah, there's some really interesting stuff they could potentially do around security uh, and privacy. I should, I should say both privacy and security where, you know, just at the router level, stripping out trackers and stuff like that, like that would be pretty interesting, you know? So there, there's not, it's not like there's not things they could do, but when they're competing with in, in people's minds, they're competing with free, right? Your internet provider is going to make sure you have a wireless router. And now it's not a thing you had to buy in order to have wireless like it used to be when they sold it. Now it's a replacement for the thing you already have, and that's a tiny market, right? For people who just want more than what they already got, that's going to be hard for them to to do. And and I think a lot of people who've been with Apple for more than a decade just don't have that big picture of how big Apple's gotten. So so they're like, why don't they do X, Y, or Z anymore? And it's like, well, because they're they're a ten times bigger company than they were 15 years ago when you were doing this stuff. Like, I, I I know you were buying all the same Apple stuff, so it's hard for you to see that, like, no, they're selling they're, – they're a $2 trillion company now. They're the biggest company on earth. They're, like, almost, yeah, two and a half. Like, it's – they are in no way and in no market ever the underdog. You know, they, they, when they enter any market ever, they're expected – that the expectation is that they take it over. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's why HomePod, they they ditched that so quickly because they didn't immediately. The HomePod, it was good. There's nothing wrong with it. It's great. But it didn't make the noise. So they got rid of it. They, 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 cut it. they cut it and they did the mini and now they're, who knows what's next there. It's just not cost effective. And it's not even really a cost effective thing. But as Jason said, like they're expected to dominate. And if they don't, there's just no reason for them. Building a whole product line 
that you're going to sell like a million of a year just probably isn't worth it to Apple. So it's, it is really a question of like, how, how many Mac minis do they sell? I wish they broke this stuff down. They don't, they don't give you any idea. Yeah, that'd be fascinating. It wouldn't surprise me if the market that they kind of go after with that is things like, you know, businesses who need a lot of Macs and stuff where they're like, you're going to buy a hundred of them yeah, yeah. <laughs> or more at a time, you know, things like that. So. I mean, we generally don't like the Mac mini, uh, Mac mini, the iMac, the 27 inch iMac. That was just, it was after last year's Mac event. It just disappeared. Like we didn't hear. In fact, we had heard quite the contrary that they were building a new one, an Apple Silicon one that might even come out at that event. <laughs> and instead of that, it, they, they killed it. So like, you know, there's no productive, like we're not going to hear like all of a sudden the Mac mini production has died. Like we have no idea. I don't even know where that is manufactured, let alone how much. Um, yeah, like we could just wake up one day and it's gone. Well, the Mac lineup is unique in that Apple is seems to be willing to keep products in the lineup and let it linger for a while. Like they used to have like the 1099 21-inch iMac that ran like a three or four-year-old processor. Yeah. And they just kept it there and... I don't think they kept making them. I think they just had two years worth of inventory in a warehouse. And then, you know, the most recent example is this Intel Intel Mac Mini 27-inch iMac lingered for a while. Or or even even the 13-inch MacBook Pro that Apple just updated. The one with the touch the one with the touch bar and the wide bezels and stuff. It's it seems like once they release the 14-inch, you're like, why are you still doing this? I, didn't they correct me if I'm wrong, Roman? But I think they kept the 21 inch iMac around even after they introduced the M1 yes, they did. version. Like, wasn't that there it for a little there bit? For a while. Yeah. So, like, yeah, they, there's no, there's no real rhyme or reason as to why things come and go on the Mac side. Apple doesn't do the whole closeout clearance thing. No, it'll just be it'll be while supplies last. Even if they discontinue it, it's still there. Sometimes, other times, they just get rid of it and they probably ship it to their their retailers. Uh, meaning like Best Buy and stuff, and then they they discount them. You'll never find it discounted from Apple, but you'll find those kind of discounts from other rev avenues. And you can always see it when it's when you know a product's coming out, like when the last Apple Watches are being sold before the new one comes out, stuff like that. Yeah. Well, even the the fourteen inch, sixteen inch MacBook Pro for the last like four weeks, they've been four hundred dollars off at Amazon. Yeah, that's strange. That's you never see savings like that for that long of a time. They must have a ton of those. That makes that's one of those things that makes you think. There's definitely got to be an M2 version coming because and replacing the M1 version. Yeah, they're really aggressive. Because the last thing they want to do is keep the M1 around on the Apple website, the M1 versions. And like at a lower price, like, I don't think they don't need that many different Macs. (laughs) No. Yeah. They never, they, they did it with the uh, MacBook air, the M1 MacBook air. They, they, they actually didn't lower the price. They just kept it around. But that was a different design and everything, but this is that that's not what this would be or what we're expected. So it would just be the processor. So yeah, I don't think they would do that. Yeah. It's, it's really just the iPhone that they do that with. They don't do that with any, uh, and, uh, the AirPods second gen they kept around. So occasionally they do. But I, I can't think of a, of a time when they did that with the Mac. You know, one thing we definitely are getting is the iPhone Plus. That's the iPhone 14 Plus still hasn't landed. Next, end of next week, I believe. 
Yeah, pre-orders that you you can you can you have been able to buy it since that Friday after the event or pre-order. But yeah, it doesn't ship until um, next week. It's categorically the same as the iPhone 14, just bigger. Yeah, they say that's going to be the best battery life of any iPhone. Which it, hey, if it can beat the 14 Pro Max, that's pretty good. But yeah, otherwise, um, basically the same. Prime, which is fine. It's not. It's good. It's great, even. But uh, nothing new about it. We haven't heard anything about like Apple TV. There is. There's a rumor that it's just going to get a processor bump and maybe storage. Um, neither of which it needs. Like it's that's the absolute. The two things it it needs less than anything else. Like it's as though Apple really believes that it's just on the cusp of like being a home con- game console or something it, it's not it's not gonna it's it's never they don't understand i don't think they understand why but the current model apple tv offers the best picture and sound quality of any streaming box it's super fast and responsive all the time like for all of these apps and streaming apps and stuff like that it's like super fast and responsive the only thing it needs is to be cheaper <laughs> Like that's the that's that's the area they're not competing on. They don't want to come down in price, but, but I don't know why why stick a better processor in it. So I don't get it. Google just came out with the um the what's it I don't even know what they call it now the Chrome Chromecast. I think it's thirty bucks. If Apple came out with something, I mean they'll never do anything that cheap. But even ninety nine bucks. It's it is the best, and it sounds ridiculous because they all do the same thing. But at the Apple Watch, the Apple Watch, the Apple TV interface, the picture quality, the the ease of use, all of that is just there's nothing even close to. It. It's too expensive. It's hard to recommend it at one hundred and seventy nine dollars. Yeah. And uh, yeah, any price reduction would be awesome. Uh, and that's not the rumor, but we're not sure when that's going to happen. That. The, the rumors are kind of squishy on what the timing is of that Apple TV up, update. It was, I think it was, was it two years ago? Last year, oh, I think they got year. the, was it? I think it was two years ago. Model? The, the Siri remote. remote. When did mm-hmm. I, I can't remember that when that, when that happened. Yeah. Oh, then there's no way it's coming out this year. That's too quick. That's too soon. Unless it's a change in the entire, you know, what you think uh, Apple TV is, but it would be ridiculous if they just came out with a new one with the, with the new process. Like it, it absolutely doesn't need that. Uh, the AirPods max is the only other thing that might get an update this year. And that would just be to the H2 chip that just came out in the new AirPods pro and maybe get some of the features that the AirPods pro have things there. It's got some, it's missing some stuff that even the first gen AirPods pro had just cause of like, it didn't have the right accelerometers or, you know, whatever. Um, so there's some rumors that maybe it'll get some of those features. No, there haven't been any rumors of significant design changes though. Maybe colors, but, but still the same design. Right. And that's kind of its Achilles heel in my view is that it's, it's heavy. They're heavy. <laughs> Big metal headphones is just not, it's hard to wear on your head for a long time, no matter how comfortable they are. They came out last year or the year before the Mac. I'm confused <laughs> with time. Was that I last year? The, the Mac? That didn't that famously didn't have a event. It it was in December, which is really rare for Apple to release anything new. 
and they just kind of popped up. There was rumors, scattered rumors that they were making these studio headphones, over-ear headphones, but it just was like, oh, here they are. And they instantly sold it out. Not only did they sell out, they were back ordered until like April. Yeah, and it, it was 2020, um, but like you said, in December. And everybody complained about their price and they sold out. And then we had to remind everyone that sold out doesn't mean anything because you don't know what their production was. Like, how many did they make? Like, did they sell out of 10 million of them or did they make 100,000 and sell out? Like, you know, you don't know. Uh, I definitely don't see people wearing them. Like I don't see people walking around with their pods max on, <laughs> you know, you know, when I see them, I see them when I watch Friday night base. Yeah. All the, you uh, have to wear them. They're like contractually <laughs> obligated and they probably complain about how heavy they are. <laughs> uh, 550 bucks. You can get them for four fifty these days on Amazon, maybe even a little bit less. A price cut would be would be great, but I don't know if Apple is necessarily motivated to do that. Yeah, the, the rumor is they get the H2, better noise canceling, better transparency mode, maybe slightly higher sound quality, maybe lossless, but you know. Is there anything else that they would release this year? I was going to ask about AirTags, but I don't know if we interested. I mean, they only came out last year. I mean, it's been, it's been about a year and a half. I don't know what the point, the only thing I would want to see is a, is a, a little hole that put it in a, in a, keychain without buying a separate thing otherwise you know they, they work fine most people's batteries are probably just about up where they got to replace it but it's easy to yeah replace lanyard, the lanyard loop would be so, nice i mean they added one to the airpods yeah. it's the same one use the exact same one no um colors colors would be nice. a little tiny notch yeah sure colors i mean cool. there are the issues that people complain about the tracking you know the and a lot of those is, are software-based, I think. It's not necessarily a Yeah, they don't need to make hardware. Change. I don't know what else they can do to address. I mean, any people are going to find a way to misuse, to misuse, to misuse <laughs> things like this, but they've definitely addressed it in, in meaningful yeah, ways. And, and since they've had these tracking things, this has been a problem. Tile and everything else. And, and right. It's just that Apple's big and popular. It became news because Apple did it. And they've done more to address sort of the unwanted tracking stuff than any of those other trackers did. It's part of the problem is that they work so well because every Apple device is a beacon for it, right? It's a receiver. Whereas tile and stuff, somebody else needs to be like have the tile app or something. It's not it's not like every phone will find your tile, but literally every iPhone will find your so it's really it's really AirTags work great. <laughs> it's, they work so well, it's a problem. That's really what it is. And it was still not like a massive widespread thing. There were, you know, a few cases, some troubling around the country and police issued press releases and it got picked up by the news. And it's been a while since I read anything. So since Apple did push out, um, they changed the tone, the way that the, the, way the tone goes. They, they changed the alert system mm-hmm. you get on your phone. Since then, it's kind of quieted down. Well, that does it for this episode of the Macworld Podcast, episode 810. Thanks to Jason Cross. Thank you. Thanks to Michael Simon. Thank you, sir. And thanks to you, the audience. Thank you for tuning in. You can subscribe to the Macworld Podcast in the podcast app on Spotify, on Amazon Music, or through any other podcast app. If you have any comments or questions, send us an email at podcast at macworld.com or contact us through Twitter, that's at Macworld, or on the Macworld Facebook page. 
Join us in the next episode of the Macworld Podcast as we talk about the latest in the world of Apple. See you next time.